Good morning and welcome to Apple a Day, Lake Region Healthcare's health and wellness show where we feature news and information you can use to live a healthier life. I'm Katie Johnson, your host, and my guests today are Dr. Jason Glenn and Dr. Chris Rott. They are orthopedic surgeons here at Lake Region Healthcare and they're here to help us um, unfold everything you ever wanted to know about arthritis. Good morning, doctors. Good morning. Well, uh, I don't know if that's that's accurate. Everything you maybe did or didn't want to know about arthritis will vary based on, on your age and your experience with arthritis, but what we do know is arthritis is the leading cause of disability in America, and a lot of people, millions, 50 million adults and 300,000 children is what I read, suffer from arthritis or joint pain or disease of some kind. So it affects a lot of people. And uh, with so many different types and causes, we wanted to go to the experts here at Lake Region Healthcare to um, get answers to some of the common questions about arthritis pain. And um, these are the experts. They're over 20 years of experience between these two physicians here and uh, thousands of surgeries, many of which are designed to relieve the pain that people um, experience from arthritis. So we've uh, got some questions that we wanted to ask so that we can hear um, firsthand right from the doctor's mouth, so to speak, uh, about arthritis. One of the things I read is that there are over a hundred different kinds or types of arthritis and related diseases, which seems a little bit overwhelming. I'm hoping you can um, narrow that down for us. What are the most common kinds of arthritis you see here in the Midwest, in, in Minnesota? I think by far the, the most common type of arthritis that we see is, is the very typical osteoarthritis, which is kind of the arthritis that comes from aging and, and use and abuse, kind of very similar to putting miles on a car and eventually needing a new set of tires. The, the more miles you put on, the, the higher stress those miles are quicker things wear out. And, and I think that's by far the, the most common type of arthritis that we see in our practice. But there are certainly uh, a number of others that we see in, in less frequent numbers. Osteoarthritis is considered degenerative arthritis where the other type would be inflammatory arthritis that includes things like rheumatoid arthritis or psoriatic arthritis, or a lot of the other hundred different arthritic diseases kind of fall into that inflammatory arthritis. And those are a lot less common and quite different from osteoarthritis. And so I think most people need to worry about the degenerative arthritis, which is osteoarthritis. Sure, that makes sense. So you touched on this a little bit, uh, what the cause of arthritis is. And I'm curious if it can be um, maybe multifaceted in its cause. Well, we do see the arthritis. There maybe is a small genetic component of it. We certainly hear of plenty of people who their grandma had arthritis and their mom had arthritis and now they have arthritis. Um, but probably the biggest thing that causes arthritis is wear and tear, like Dr. Glenn had mentioned. It usually affects people who are later in life, um, people with sports injuries or people who have carried extra weight for many years or have had other types of injuries too on their joint. This is usually what leads to the breakdown of your joints and causes osteoarthritis. Um, when it comes to diagnosing arthritis, um, how, how do you start? Typically, when you come to our orthopedic clinic, often the first and easiest step is simple x-rays. Shows us the, the space in between the bones, which essentially makes up that cartilage. The, the lack of that cartilage is what kind of gives you the, the typical osteoarthritis. So you see 
narrowing of the space that that used to be there and if that isn't quite as obvious we can move on to to further uh, kind of fancier imaging tests uh, oftentimes MRIs sometimes CT scans it depends a little bit on the joint it depends a little bit on the person their age and their injury history and just kind of their their background helps to determine what the what the next best thing is if if the plain x-rays don't tell us what we're looking for. Yep. Yeah, there really isn't, aren't any lab tests for normal degenerative osteoarthritis. Now, on the other side, on the inflammatory side, there are um, blood tests and other testing that's involved with that if we need to go down that road. But like we've said, that's way less common. Does arthritis only affect joints, or are there other, other parts of the body where arthritis can set in? I would say in in the most typical sense of this kind of degenerative or osteoarthritis, it predominantly affects the joints. Um, that's that's where we certainly deal with it most of the time. Again, as you get into more of the inflammatory arthritis type things, there are other kind of associated conditions that go with that systemic inflammatory change mm-hmm. that can cause other sorts of issues. It sort of starts to get out of our area of expertise when it goes out of the bones and joints and into other things. And sure. oftentimes that may warrant a referral either to your primary care provider or someone in another specialty like rheumatology or, or someone that specializes in more specific things outside of the, the bones and joints. Sure. I, I imagine that the treatment options for arthritis are, are going to vary based on, on severity and um, kind of maybe the stage that it's in, but maybe you can talk us through uh, what, what treatment options uh, look like and how you explore those with patients. So usually treatment for arthritis starts conservatively with simple things like trying to maybe modify your activities to decrease the load on your joint. Um, heat and ice can help. There's medicines like anti-inflammatories like Tylenol or the ibuprofens or the Aleves can help. Then we start getting into a little bit more invasive things like cortisone injections and ultimately oftentimes um, then total joint replacement with, with certain advanced stages of arthritis. Exercise is really helpful in that uh, all unpopular weight loss does a good thing to help with arthritis. How do you, I, I think that's a good point to, to maybe emphasize a little bit uh, that it's, it's not a certain diagnosis of surgery, right? I think some people are afraid to come in because they're just not ready for a joint replacement. I, I think ultimately we're both surgeons, so it tends to be the, the end result. But I think we both view it as kind of a, a last result uh, for, for most folks. Um, there are pretty rare cases that someone comes in and due to the severity of their arthritis or the degree of deformity or problems that that arthritis has caused, it's pretty rare that that's the, the first answer out of our mouths is, boy, we should really talk about surgery for this. Mm-hmm. It, it's usually a very logical progression from less invasive to more invasive. Once you've exhausted all of those other things, it, it's certainly something to consider and something we're, we're both very experienced with and, uh, and 
competent in performing. Absolutely. What about um, not getting any treatment? Is there any risk to ignoring or or bearing with your arthritis and, and not addressing it? As a general rule, basically you're just going to have more pain and more uh, disability. There are certain times where people have let their arthritis go so far that they've now led to actually severe deformities of their joint, which can make things more complicated, but that's rare. I do think probably a bigger risk would be your loss of function and activity can lead to other medical problems, weight gain and Potentially, we know that being active and eating right can have effect on diabetes and cholesterol and blood pressure and all those things. So I think kind of indirectly, that can lead that that loss of activity probably is the biggest risk to not having your arthritis treated. You mentioned exercise. It might feel painful, so people might think it's bad. You know, I have arthritis, I can't exercise. My understanding from what you just said, though, is it can actually be part of treatment. It certainly can, and you know the the problem with arthritis is that with the loss of that normal cartilage, you lose some of that ability to shock absorb through your activities through throughout your day, and being able to sometimes in a in a very smart, very nuanced way with the help of some of our personal trainers, with the help of our physical therapists in, in the organization, they're expert at being able to kind of work around a troublesome joint, but still be able to get you some benefit to, to regaining some of that strength, some of that mobility. Mm-hmm. It's not a cure for arthritis, but it can certainly make the symptoms a lot less bothersome, allow you to be more active and and maintain as much of your activity as you can, despite the fact that you do have arthritis. Yeah, they've have had done some good studies that have shown that people with usually a little bit more moderate arthritis actually feel better if they can go out for a 20 or 30 minute walk most days of the week. It does hurt a little bit more when you get started, but oftentimes if you can keep that up. It helps now. You feel like you walk 10 miles at work. That unfortunately doesn't really help. You need to really get out for that sustained 20 or 30 minute walk or swim or a bike ride. All those things are good. Like Dr. Glenn said, the impact things are not good, but just simply going for a walk around the block with your dog or your significant other can actually make your arthritis hurt a little bit less. And won't do any further harm? The, the benefits outweigh the risk of, of further harm. Maintaining your flexibility, maintaining or, or improving your strength puts you in a better place to be able to deal with it and certainly outweighs the, the possible downside of, of worsening the arthritis. Yeah, and if you ultimately have to have a surgery for your arthritis, having strong muscles and good flexibility makes you heal way faster after mm-hmm. that surgery. Yeah, that's a really good point. What it related? Uh, what about diet? Can diet impact um, either you know the worsening or the improvement of arthritis symptoms? I I think it certainly can, and it it works in a couple of ways. There are certainly types of foods that tend to be more inflammatory to our systems. There are certainly foods that have been shown to have an anti-inflammatory effect. Um, We've got some great 
dietitians here through Lake Region Healthcare that can help you kind of navigate some of those complexities. But the other thing is simply the amount of food. You know, if if you're carrying around 10 or 20 or 50 extra pounds, think about going out to, you know, the, the local grocery store or, or fleet farm and picking up a 50-pound bag of something and carrying it around all day. It, it it certainly counts and certainly can worsen your symptoms. You feel dramatically better when you set that down and continue walking. Right, that's going to put some pressure on those joints. Preventing arthritis. Is there anything, you know, at a young age even, um, or as you age, uh, that you can do or that you recommend uh, maybe contributing to prevention or at least delaying the onset of, of wear and tear that leads to arthritis? Probably like we said before, the biggest thing you can do is keeping your weight down. And other than that, the other things that can cause arthritis are, you know, injuries to your joint, but those are kind of hard to prevent. Yeah. And I certainly wouldn't have, wouldn't suggest not being out for sports because we know that sports are good for you and all those things. I mean, they there is a possibility that could lead to earlier arthritis, but I think really the only thing you can do to prevent arthritis is keeping your weight down. Yeah, yeah I think there are certain aspects of, of sport participation. There are certainly sports that are higher risk for injuries to bones and joints. There are sports that are less risky. And even within those sports that are higher risk, there are a lot of interesting studies on injury prevention programs, certain kind of, they call them almost prehab or kind of pre-rehab programs that that you can participate in that make you, according to those studies, dramatically less likely to sustain that sort of injury on the soccer field, on the football Mm -hmm. field, on the basketball court, and, you know, certainly injury prevention can can lead to lesser chances of arthritis as the result of that injury further down the road. Any truth to um, high impact contributing? You know, you hear a lot of people say, I don't, I'm not going to be a runner. I don't want to have that impact, the, the, the implications of that. This might be <laughs> where we diverge a little yeah. bit in opinion as somebody who's been a... a, a a runner for a number of years now. Um, I I think it it depends on a lot of things. It, it's you see people running around town. We certainly have a very active community of runners mm-hmm. in in Fergus Falls, and there are some of those people that you see that they just look smooth and fast, and it's just it, it's very elegant to watch them run. And some people aren't. And, you know, there there is some aspect of form and technique that that amount of pounding, if you're not doing it very well, can certainly sure. add up. There are those people, the, the crazy runners, that, man, if I can't run, I, I don't know what I would do with mm-hmm. myself. It's, it's almost more of a mental health thing than right. a physical health thing sometimes. And... You can tell those people all day long, you know, you should probably run less. You know, this is probably causing you problems. 
Yeah. And they're going to keep doing it anyway because it's kind of their thing. Sure. Yeah, I can see where that's that's probably a relatively individual. But something that came to my mind when, when you talk about um, – athletic or athletics and sport and and the benefits of that but as as I age I'm noticing I have to spend a lot more time stretching and warming up which I would guess contributes to less um less injury over time and might be something that more of us could remind ourselves to take time for and there's some of that too maybe thinking about as you enter your fifth or sixth decade maybe running is not as good of an option as it was when you were 20 and thinking about moving to anything else basically (laughs) you know biking swimming swimming, walking (laughs) elliptical machines are always things that put a little bit less impact on your joints when you're entering into those decades where you're more prone to develop and some of the bio chemical changes that happen and physiological changes that happen in your body that lead to arthritis as you age. Those are those are great points. Uh, anything else that are uh, common questions you hear from patients or that you hear out in the community about arthritis that we haven't addressed? No, I think we've done a pretty good job covering the, the common ones that, that we hear about kind of, gosh, why did this happen? Why me? What can I do about it? Mm-hmm. What What are my options here? Because they they don't really want to slow down. They don't want to give up their activities. Yeah, and I think that's maybe where it would be a good place to end. Is you know, what do you tell someone who's maybe um, suffering from some joint pain, maybe in some denial, or or um, just really questioning what's the right thing for me to do? Um, what's your best advice to people in that situation? Well, first, I would say. Try to get a little more active if you can and see you might feel some better. But I think the next thing is come talk to us because even though we are surgeons, I think that we really treat people here and we want you to get better. And our first option isn't going to be surgery. Now, that's probably one we're going to discuss. But usually when you come and talk with me, I'll tell you, here are the things we can do from the least invasive to the most invasive. And I'll tell you where I think you you know, best fall on that continuum. And like Dr. Glenn said, most of the time, surgery is not the first thing we're going to tell you. Now, there are some people who come into me who are in bad enough shape that that might be the first thing we discuss. But I'm going to give you other options too. So I think talk with us. We have a great team here of physical therapists and athletic trainers and physicians and advanced practice providers here who will walk you through your options and answer your questions. Yeah, I think it's a very individualized treatment plan and what's what's good for one person isn't necessarily good makes sense for you is not necessarily what makes sense for your neighbor that you you talked about it with so by all means come and come and see us come and see someone on our team and we will do our best to to come up with a an individualized plan that makes the most sense for you and I, I know I've asked you this question before, when should you come and see the doctor? Anytime it's starting to interfere with your daily life, right? Don't, sure. don't, exactly. um, don't let arthritis or any other pain uh, keep you from, from living your fullest life. That's really why we're here, to help enrich your life through health. And uh, doctors, thank you both for taking the time today to talk about this extremely common issue of arthritis and uh, shed some light on both causes, uh, prevention, and, and treatment options when it comes to arthritis. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, Katie. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Dr. Jason Glenn, Dr. Chris Rott, and Katie Johnson on Apple a Day today. 
At Lake Region Healthcare, we are here for you always. Have a great day.